Hi, and welcome to the Big Spoon Podcast, where we talk about eating and drinking in San Antonio, Texas. My name is Jess Lezaravaz, and our guest this week is V.N.A. Rodriguez, author of the Sweet Life Bake blog and two Latin-inspired books. Her latest, The Tex-Mex Slow Cooker, combines ease with the flavors that we're used to. She joins us at Feliz Modern for a chat about how she started, her favorite recipes, and all things Selena. Here's the Big Spoon. Hey guys, so we're live and it's going to be a little bit louder than usual, but we're sitting down with Viena Rodriguez. Rodriguez. There you go. See, I did it anyway. Um, And she's the author of two books now. Yes, two books. So tell us about it. My first one is my baby, Latin Twist. It is a book entirely of cocktails from all Latin countries. So it's 19 Latin countries. It's almost 100 uh, cocktail recipes and everything. I mean, we show you how to make sweet and sour mix we show you how to make uh, milk to make uh, coconut milk wow. so it's very very thorough yeah. and oh I gotta love it because I mean it's just cocktails are my thing so I knew I wanted to put a cocktail book so it's a co- I co-authored it with another food blogger so it's from Yvette from Muy Bueno cookbook.com and then my second one is all dedicated to the love of slow cooking and Tex-Mex, Tex-Mex. <laughs> oh my god my Tex-Mex so and as far as, I mean, you put that book out, in, what is it, March? March? Yeah. How has how have things been going since then? It's been crazy. I mean, I knew it was going to be good, and I fell in love with the cover, and I fell in love with all the recipes, and just the layout. I didn't know it was going to take off, and I'm yeah. so glad it did, because I think it appeals to so many Mm-hmm. You know, it appeals to new cooks, it appeals to busy moms, it appeals to college students, older generation. I've gotten a lot of emails from the older generation saying, like, I love that I can make it, put in the slow cooker, eat, you know, part of it for dinner, and save the rest. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And I bet they like that it's still, I mean, when, I, when I've when reviewed it, or when we talked earlier this year, I like that it was flavors that I recognized yes. that my mom would make. Yes. And... You know, you always see cookbook recipes or cookbook, especially slow cooker recipes that are like, just throw a bunch of stuff together and it'll be fine. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not what I grew up with. Exactly. Um, And I made sure to, I wanted to do a lot of recipes that of course hit on the Tex-Mex, but there's also very Mexican, there's a lot of Mexican recipes, like my my grandmother's mole sauce, Mm -hmm. which of course, you know, if you make mole from scratch, you know, you have to toast all the nuts and, you know, with the chiles and everything. This is just throw everything in there. Let it cook down, yeah. whiz it in the blender, and you're good to go. So I've gotten a lot of feedback from that. I knew that one was going to be good because mm-hmm. I tested that one three or four times just because I wanted it to taste exactly like hers. And people have been like, oh, my God, your mole sauce. And that, that's when you know, yeah. you know, you did good. <laughs> so, and I think, I don't know why I didn't ask you this the first time we met, but I didn't realize, like, how your blog started. Like, here you are, a mother of two. Yes and military wife and you were you were bored you were like I was super bored I was oh my gosh I was a (laughs) pre-k teacher for a while and then I knew right away you know you know if you're you know if you're going to be a good teacher. Yeah. I was in the first year, and I thought, this is not for me. Pre-K is hard. <laughs> is hard. Yeah. So then I got married. Uh, my husband was in the military. We moved a lot. He was deployed. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to throw myself fully into motherhood. You know, started homeschooling my girls. Loved it. I still love it. You know, love my girls, spending time with them, doing stuff like that. But I got really bored creatively. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I didn't have 
any kind of creative outlet. Yeah. So um, at the time, I was teaching myself to cook all these new recipes, and I kept going online and I kept seeing these food bloggers yeah. pop up, and I thought, wow, you know, like, oh, wow, she's doing that, and she's at home. Why can't I do that, you know? So I thought, you know what, I'm going to go for it. <laughs> so I started it, and then I wanted it to be something that resonated with me. Mm -hmm. So I started sharing plates, you know, of my childhood, and you know, beans, enchiladas, tortas, and it just kept going and going and yeah. going. I and remember Googling recipes sometimes, and it was like, you'd pop up for sure. Yeah. Um, but, uh, what were some of the harder ones to replicate? Oh my gosh. There's, it's not that you replicate them, it's that every, and I totally get it. Yeah. Like say I put in tomatadas out, mm -hmm. and I get emails like, well, that's not the way my grandmother makes it. And I'm like, I know, you know, and I'm, I'm sure your grandmother's great, and I'm, you know, right. shout out to your grandma, but this is the way my grandmother makes it. Regional them. differences. Regional. Yeah. Regional differences, or if, or what part of Texas they grew up in. If they grew up in West Texas, South Texas, Tex-Mex is different yes. throughout. And right I tried to explain that in the story, you know, I'm, you know, because I'm like, this is the way my mother made it and something that people will be like, well, that's not the way we have it in West Texas. I'm like, well, you know. So. I mean, have you ever, I'm sure we'll get more books down the way, but somebody has to tackle like region, like Tex-Mex differences. I feel like that would be amazing if they right. broke it down, because I know mom, though, from Tacos mm -hmm. of Texas broke down the Texas. In taco form. In taco form. Right. But I feel like. Can you imagine just enchiladas? Mm -hmm. They're made so differently yeah. in every part. And, every well, and red sauce, I think, is different, too, yes. from wherever you go. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. So. Um, I think there's still so much to explore in this cuisine. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of hard to do when everything changes so fast. Yes. So, like, five years ago, ten years ago, the internet wasn't this. what it was, what it is now. Yeah. No. And now you can get so many recipes. You know, you Google enchiladas or you Google mole, and all of these recipes pop up. I think it's, but I think too, I think what, I think why I've been successful is people crave simple, mm -hmm. easy, adaptable recipes that taste, you know, like what their tia made. Right. Because I get a lot of like when I do frijoles, I get a lot. Oh my, my grandmother, my tia used to make those, but I never wrote it down. Yeah. Well, because they don't <laughs> actually measure anything out no. either, or they never <laughs> think that they're gonna that their grandmother Thea is going to be there not to make them because yeah. I was the same way too, you know? So now anytime I'm with my mom or my Thea, I'm writing everything down, right. you know? So. <clears throat> my grandma does this thing where she'll be like, a little bit of this, like un puño de esto, yes. whatever. I'm like, mm -hmm. my, my mom hands are not the same size as your hands. Exactly. My <laughs> mom used to measure her flour with a coffee cup. Oh my God. And when I moved, when I when we moved to Colleen, I stole that coffee cup. And, I, and she, she was mad. She was so mad, but she understood. <laughs> Try to recreate her tortillas with the coffee cup. Nunca me salieron. Nunca. Because right. I guess there's some kind of, you know, the confidence she scoops yeah. with the flour, you know? <laughs> so, um, I mean, when you get into being an author, though, did you ever think you were going to go down this route? Never. Never. You know how you put something on the internet and you share it and you're so proud and you're so yeah. excited and then... You know, a publishing house wants to, you know, publish your recipes and they're cemented in a book forever. Yeah. Never. Like, I never thought this would be imaginable. And now I'm on a second book and it never, it just, even, I pass it at Barnes & Noble and I see it. It's, I still get giddy. Still, uh, yeah, I still get I giddy. You know? Yeah. That sounds cool. Well, as far as, um, I think one of the things that nobody really talks about in books is that it's not just like, the book's out, I'm done. Oh, no. Like, you put in, what, 
three years work or a year's it worth It took work. a year from start to finish. Not to mention you had to deal with Harvey. Harvey, oh my God. <laughs> the testing, the retesting, then it goes to edits, and then you have the to- photo shoot. The photo shoot, three rounds of edits, then it's like the book comes out and you're not over, you know, you gotta, you're gonna commit yourself another, for Latin Twist, we were on the road almost a year. Wow. So, um, and I imagine this one will be kind of the same because yes. since it's been out in March, we talked. Yeah. Mm, what was it? April? April. It was like we're on Fiesta time. Yeah, Fiesta. And I feel like you've been everywhere. Everywhere. I've taken it to San Diego. <laughs> I've taken it to Phoenix. But the thing is, that's another wonderful thing about this social media internet world that we live in. Yep. So many people have reached out. Or Alexia was like, "Come to San Diego." Crafty Chica was like, "Come to Phoenix." People want to. Sh- help you share this great thing yeah so i'm, I'm just like okay and how amazing is it that tex-mex so it's in the name texas but they want it in arizona they want it in yes. cali yes um, and it's wonderful that people my readers like on instagram will dm me a, DM me a picture look what i saw yeah. at you know in colorado look what i saw in different parts into you know in whole foods and stuff like that and to see those i'm like oh my gosh you know I know when we first talked, you mentioned like online is kind of the big resource for ingredients. Is that mm-hmm. still the case? I mean, obviously not everyone lives in San Antonio no. or near Michoacana. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I, yeah. No, I think online has a lot, has really, because I have a lot of readers that are um, born and raised in Texas and they mm-hmm. move. So now they're like in Australia and they're Boston, Chicago. And they're like, can you imagine? I could not. I could not. Like, my husband's always trying to get us to move out of Texas. I'm like, never. Yeah. Never. So, they do a lot of their shopping online. And um, I'm trying to think of a world where I couldn't just go and get, like, a great avocado or, like, really, really good chili. Or amazing carne guisada Mm -hmm. with flour tortilla. Like, I can't. I couldn't even. Well, let's not think about it too hard. Um... (laughs) But I think, I mean, I, when we talk about, and I know you saw, you did some work for Michoacana. That mm-hmm. was interesting because you're seeing this one store that's been around for how long now? Oh, my gosh. It's at least, a, I think she said. I need to fact check it, but yeah, more than 30. More th- yeah, more than 30 because um, she said there was 100 and, 110 stores across Texas. Mm-hmm. Wow. So when they approached me, I was like, oh, my God. She goes, have you gone to Michoacana? I was like, lady, I'm in Michoacana every week. Right. You know, so it made sense, you right. know, but um, it's crazy. And the, the thing, too, is like, uh, you know, I grew up in the Valley, so we had Lopez. Yes. Which is like the... Uh, and Globo. Globo. Oh, my, oh my gosh. Globo. Um, throwback. Uh, <laughs> but I remember coming up here and everybody had Fiesta. Yes. And I was like, what? What is what this? What is this? It looks exactly the same. I think I know what this is. Mm-hmm. But And then let me try Gunna, of course. But um, it's interesting to see those stores that we grew up with that are making this leap into not just the 21st century with social media, but with more advertising yes. because they know that people want this and food. thriving mm-hmm. because she was like we see you on social media and you're always sharing your food and that's what we need more people to see mm-hmm. you know and it was crazy because when I did it and I did a San Antonio live segment with them I had all these people email me like oh my gosh I didn't know you went to meet your really <laughs> or like I didn't know you could find that at Michoacana yes. you know and I'm like yes they have the best bundles there oh my gosh they have which one did you go to here in town? I went to the one over there on oh my gosh the south side oh which one is that? Uh, northwest highway oh military yes military yeah. yes. okay yes I used to go to the one on Flores yeah which is like downtown-ish mm-hmm. um 
And that one has a really good tacos inside. They do. They have really good tamales. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. legit. Well, in Corpus, we have one. Hmm. So that's the only one we have. But in the Valley, there's quite a few now, too. Really? Okay. Yes. I moved when I was 18, yes. so I, I yeah. don't really go back often. But, um, and I buy a lot of my vado there. Hmm. Anytime I decorate my table, I always have the vado, and yeah. I buy a lot of the vado there, too. So they would. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> Um, what are what have been some of the recipes again, like the mole that people have really gravitated towards? They've gravitated towards the mole. They've um, a lot of people are so surprised that you can make to- cocktails and the slow cooker, which I get because normally you know the slow cooker has been around forever. Mm-hmm. It's normally meals or yeah. appetizers. They were very dips, surprised. Yeah. yeah, dips and quesos and stuff like that. But when they would just say cocktails, and then I'm thinking, yeah, but to me it's more like you're making the syrup. To, to make cocktails later, but it's a big batch. Right. So you're doing a lot of the prep. Yeah. I was just thinking I have a giant bag of guavas that I need to turn into cocktails. Yeah. yeah. And then it's a it's great for entertaining because, I mean, you're running around making dips and all this stuff like that. I just put everything in the slow cooker. Yeah. Then when, you know, throw it into a punch bowl because, I mean, I'm all about a punch bowl. I don't know why there's not, you know, like, I feel like the punch bowl is such... An essential kitchen tool that a lot of people don't use as much. Do you much? think it's because we don't host parties like we used to? Maybe, but I feel like people are more mm-hmm. now. It's coming more around because I'm all about hosting. Yeah. Like I love to have people over, but I don't want to be shaking cocktails up all night. You know, mm-hmm. I'd rather have a pitcher or a punch bowl. Yeah. And um, oh my gosh, and you can find them so cheap at the antique stores now. Yep. So. I need to, yeah, now you gave me homework. I'm like, I need to cook because uh, I froze them because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I was thinking jelly, yeah. but that's a lot of work. And you can and just throw them in, in there frozen. Yeah. You're going to strain it anyway. Yeah. So. That's what I'm doing tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I love the book because um, I took it home with me and I just put my little, like, what was it? It was chicken breast, maybe. Yeah, you did the, uh, the green the, chili. The green yeah. chili. And it worked out that H-E-B had these, like, little packaged tomatillo sauce. Yes. It's like uh-huh. roasted ones or whatever. And so I just opened two of those, added a little bit more water, added a little bit more seasoning, more pepper, because I'm mm-hmm. a pepper girl. Yeah. And we like, five, eight hours later, it's perfect. Great. And, and that's exactly what I wanted it to be. I want it to be a guideline. Say you're doing the chicken and mm-hmm. you don't like the enchilada verde, or you already have the enchilada sauce, you already have the tomatillo sauce, or you have fire roasted sauce or chipotle sauce yeah. use it as a guideline add what you want put in the slow cooker yeah. yeah I think it was it was uh, interesting watching because I our food takes a while yes <laughs> and so when I did cook for my partner once I made enchiladas and he ate them up but then I was like don't get used to this exactly <laughs> it takes a while and that's what I wanted to but hopefully but it was good seeing the book being able to replicate it without like sweating over yeah, the kitchen. Yeah, so many steps. Yeah. And then in the summer, are you kidding me? Here in Texas, yeah. Like I dread going into the kitchen in the summer. It's too freaking hot. And then they're like, oh, let's go outside. It's 110 degrees. Unless you have a really great deck. Yeah. And in a pool. <laughs> yeah, in a pool. Um, so you are. I mean, I don't know if this is off the record, but you are moving to San Antonio. We're transitioning. Yeah, we're it. gonna be. I'll be here part time because your local food has branched over to one of your daughters. Yes. She she just got accepted. Oh my gosh. She got the last spot of the 27 That's at the Culinary Institute of America here in San Antonio. Awesome. So we were over the moon. Oh my gosh. So now we're just, I drive here anywhere. I'm here maybe eight times during the month. Yeah. So for me, it'd be easier to, because I mean, the cost of apartment towards rental 
that, you know, get a bigger place, we can all crash. And if I need to do client work over yeah. here, I've got a place to stay. So, yeah, I'll be here part-time. That's exciting. I'm excited. What? I mean, obviously, you're in town often, but yeah. what are you... Like, what are you most excited about? The food. I feel like the, I'm not even lying. The food. Yeah. I follow all these people on Instagram, you included, and you're always at these new places. Yeah. New, oh, the bars. Don't even get me started on the bars. I know I'm we're both Rose girls. Yeah. So oh my gosh. Lot. Yes. I'm all about walking into a bar, ordering a great cocktail, and then I'm like, hey, can I talk to the bartender? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I'm excited about really diving into the local places. I want to meet all the creative people here. I'm looking at his. Um, oh, Cruises? Yes. Yeah. So I need to meet him. He's on my list. I have a list of people that I'm dying to meet. So I'm excited. That'll be fun. Um, I don't know. What else are you working on these days? Like, what, what's going on? I am currently working on, um, I'm going to do a rosé dinner with Stop. Texas a Lifestyle Magazine okay. and Lana Wine. You also did some work for Southern Southern Living. I'm, I'm the only Latina writer for that Southern is, Living. And in, that's unfathomable because there should be more of us. Yes. Just putting that yes, out there, Southern there Living. There should be, yes. <laughs> um, just hit me up, just kidding, but not. Um, but I was just blown away because it's like, how long have we been reading this? magazine and how insane is it that finally there's recipes that I can relate to? Well, when I got the email, I'm not even kidding you, I almost fell out of my chair because me and my mom go through that magazine together every month. Yeah. You know, the back porches, the food, the houses. So to get that email and then for me to reply to the email, because I mean, I was my very, I think my second feature for them was... Dia de los Muertos, yeah. not Day of the Dead. Dia de los Muertos, and it went through the traditions because they had a whole media yeah. Day of the Dead, um, Dia de los Muertos event for local media and corpus. And I mean, I had local chefs, and we did authentic food. We, t- we pulled from all the flavors, the earth, the wind, the fire, from Dia de los Muertos. And um, it had never been featured on Southern Living. It was, it was amazing. So now that I've done that, my next feature for them uh, is the pink cake. So fun. Yeah. yeah. So I've done that. I've done cocktails for them and stuff like that. But I love it because I feel like it shares a little of us, mm-hmm. you know, and I mean, Southern Living. And I don't want to say that you're polishing up a recipe any more than, I mean, I'm not saying mm. it, but any more than Diana Kennedy or Mr. Bayless would. It's just really great flavors, really great presentation, yes. and that's it. And not to take anything away from them, but I'm... I'm more approachable, I think, because it's yeah. just like, hey, that's the mom with the kids, always <laughs> right. looking a hot mess, but no. if she can pull out a pancake, <laughs> so can I. <laughs> One of those things where, like, we know how stressed you are because of your bangs. <laughs> <laughs> like, are the bands, are they back, are they pinned to the side? Yeah. Yes, it is. And everyone tells me that, like, girl, you always have a bun. You always have, like, girl, I am always You're in the kitchen. Hey. <laughs> I'm always doing three things at the same time, yeah. so, but... Well, that's awesome. I'm excited to see more of those, yes. for sure. Um, I don't know. Anything else? Just that. We have a rosé party, so we're going to do that. I have some few segments coming up in San Antonio Live in August for their back-to-school, so I'm excited about those because I heard those are, like, super, like, people love those. Yep. Uh, hopefully moving here soon by September. And then, um, other than that, just keep sharing on the website, Southern Living, any new, you know, Excited to be here and connect with everybody here. I think so. it'll be fun. Yeah. I think you'll see a lot of. Oh, raised on Selena. I'm taking raised on Selena on the road. Wait, wait. Raised on Selena. Okay. I did a raised on Selena dinner. dinner yeah. Yes, in Corpus Christi with all the local creatives who I love. 
Um, and I've been asked to take it on the road. So I'm going to take it. I'm going to bring it here to San Antonio. That's amazing. I'm going to do it in Houston. I'm going to do it in Dallas and possibly Austin. So, oh, and I've been invited to Chicago, I think. But I need to figure out the logistics of that because that's... I mean, it's a it's moving whole, a lot of stuff. Yeah, it's moving a lot of stuff, and it's this whole. I mean, it's from the beginning to the end, start to finish. It's all Selena, so it's all her favorite foods, all her favorite cocktails. So, how did that dinner come together? That dinner, I have an online store called Suetahana, mm-hmm. and in Suetahana, it's me and my little sister. I didn't and, know it was. I didn't know you guys were. <laughs> Oh, Jessica. That we're sweet, Hannah? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I'm with you. <laughs> so when we, I wanted to do, I wanted to do an online store and she's very creative with the graphics and everything. And I told her, I understand, but this store, I want it to be everything, a reflection of how we grew up and, mm-hmm. you know, the music we heard and the food we ate. So it's a lot of Pedro Infante. We grew up with in Pedro Infante, Selena, of course, our queen, um, queso, you mm-hmm. know, stuff like that. So we put out a shirt because you know it's usually Selena or Como La Flor or whatever like that I love but we were we wanted to do a different approach so we put out a shirt and it said raised on Selena yeah simply raised on Selena so uh, we had a lot of great feedback and people were like oh we love this we love this and I had always wanted to do a Selena inspired dinner Mm -hmm. and uh, one day I was like you know what I'm gonna do it so I Took over my sister's house, invited all these local creatives. It tur- it kept rolling and rolling. The local news station came, the yeah. local newspapers came, and it turned into this huge feature. But it was amazing because it was. So, but like, how do you? We know she liked pizza because of the movie, but how else did you? How does that menu come together? Like, did you? Are you in touch with? Mr. No, we did a lot of research. Yeah. We did. We went to the museum. We went on. We she we frequented a lot of the restaurants she loved. Like oh, she yeah. loves Hi Ho. So we went to Hi Ho and we ordered everything that she would have ordered. And what I love about it is Corpus is so opening to sharing about Selena. So I walked into Hi Ho and the waitress came up to me and she's like, "Hey, is this your first time here?" I was like, "No, we've been here before, but we want to eat everything Selena ate." And she came in. Wow. She's like, "Okay." So go. she brought us everything. So then. From there, we took, we went to a museum, we saw her costume, like the entire table uh, was a reflection of her costumes. Wow. So when you ate, you ate, you know, remember that costume that she had all the mirrors? Yes. So your first course came on a mirror dish. Oh, nice. So it was very reflective. And then she was the first Latina brand ambassador for Coca-Cola. So we did a Coca-Cola cocktail and we did a Coca-Cola cake. So it was all these like, all these things she liked, but then us, you know, like a reflection, because it was me and my daughter. Yeah. So we did all these really cool things, so it was just like her salad from Olive Garden that she loved. Of course, we did the pizza, but we Tex-Mexed it. Yeah. So it was Tex-Mex flavors, and then we did um, Coca-Cola cake, and we did a, a Coca-Cola cocktail. Oh, and then we did a signature margarita, and it's called Como La Flor. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So it's coconut and tequila and lavender. So it was all... It was... That sounds delicious. It was such a good night. I mean, I'm still like the pictures. I had my photographer come in and take the pictures, and there's some of the. And then we were all wearing raised on Selena shirts. Yeah. And everybody talked about her and shared their memories with her. So it was just. And then we had a DJ playing her song. So it's it was an an entire night focused on her and what she, you know. So where did I come to San Antonio? Come <laughs> <laughs> all. I want to go. I want to be there. I'm. I want to do them during Hispanic Heritage Month because oh. I feel like when Hispanic Heritage Month comes around, these there's all these great, you know, women that have done, you know, paved the way for us. But I feel like I really want to highlight her this year because I usually highlight different, you know, women. But I want to highlight her, so 
I'm hoping September, October. It's gonna be fun. So I'll let you know. Yeah, keep us posted. Yes. I'm sure yes. readers want to know. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, thank you for coming. Yes. Where can people find you? You can find me sweetlifebake.com, sweetlifebake across Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. So just Google Sweet Life Bake and I'll pop. Why was it bake? Because when I first, yeah. I'm awake. You're yes. Cocktails and crockpots. Exactly. When I started the website, I had thought, you know, I'm going to teach myself to bake. Because I'm a horrible baker. <laughs> horrible baker. Even I cannot do cookies to save my life. Uh, bake cookies to save my life. So I thought, you know, I'm going to teach myself to bake. So I did Sweet Life Bake. Nice. So I was going to, little did I know. Now yeah. Nobody even calls me Sweet Life Bake. They just call me Sweet Life that makes sense yeah it's fun you just have like different tabs yeah, I know <laughs> so alright well thank you so much for being thank here with us thank you for having me busy 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 <laughs> between good. finding our house <laughs> oh I know I know but yes busy good um, yeah. and yeah keep us posted on that I will I will I'm excited to be here soon so yes thanks for listening to the Big Spoon Podcast a San Antonio current podcast with music by Chris Condi produced by Jaime Monzon and hosted by me Send any questions, comments, concerns, or kudos to flavor at sacurrent.com. See you next time.